0: From the HBP studio, you're listening to the 89th episode of Hipster Baseball Podcast, HBP. I'm Dorian, and on today's podcast, we fly to Germany to drink beer and watch the World Baseball Classic. Start a GoFundMe page to buy the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Ask, why in the world isn't Shohei Otani the unanimous MVP frontrunner? Like what we see from Merrill Kelly and the Arizona Diamondbacks outfield, and the return of Manuel Margot. Powers that Tampa Bay Rays. I'm going to be powering this delicious beer that I have in my hand today. I'm drinking a Gutentag Sonenschein. It's a German-style wheat beer from a local American brewery called B-Cord Brewing Company in Round Hill, Virginia. Speaking of German beer, there's a place in Germany called he- Regens- Regensburg. I don't know. I'm going to have to bring in the HBP bullpen to help me with the pronunciation of this city in Germany. Regensburg. Regensburg, Germany. They're hosting a qualifier for the 2023 World Baseball Classic. Regensburg is in the German state of Bavaria. And some of you may know the World Baseball Classic is basically the World Cup of Baseball. And they're going to be World Baseball Classic qualifiers played in Regensburg, in the Armen Wolf Arena in Regensburg, Germany, this actually later this week, from the 16th of September to the 21st of September. And the Armin Wolf Arena is ho- host, usually host, they, the Buchbinder, Buchbinder, I don't speak any German, Buchbinder, Legionnaire, Regensburg. It's a baseball club, BL, we're going to go with BLR, in the Baseball Bundesliga, which actually Germany has a baseball league. Who knew that? I didn't know that. So from the 16th of September to the 21st of September, Germany, Czech Republic, Spain, France, Great Britain, and South Africa are all going to compete for just two spots in the World Baseball Classic. And you're asking yourself, one, I had no idea Germany even had a baseball team. Two, I had no idea Germany even had a baseball league. Three, who in the world is going to play for Germany? Because for Team Israel, like half of their team are all American born <laughs> Canada has a bunch of Canadian and American-born players. And then you have other players who are American-born, but they play for their, like, parents or family country, like Manny Machado plays for the Dominican Republic. But there's a young player, a young pitcher by the name of Tommy Sommer. Sommer. Tommy. Let's go with Sommer. Tommy Sommer. He's a Chicago White Sox minor league pitcher. He's currently with the Winston-Salem Dash, which is the high A, which is, like, three levels below where the White Sox are. Tommy's father, Jürgen, he came to the U.S. from Germany to play Fußball, as they say in German soccer, at Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana. Bloomingdale or is it Bloomington? I'm going to go with Bloomington, Indiana. And when Jürgen Sommer played with the Indiana University Hoosiers, Indiana Hoosiers, they won the NCAA soccer championship way back in 1988. And Jürgen Sommer was also voted the goalkeeper of the year. That's pretty cool. Jürgen stayed in the U.S., had two kids, got married, had two kids, and one of them is a minor league baseball player, which is pretty cool. The reason Tommy is, able, is eligible to play for Germany is because his, actually both his mom and his dad are German, and so he received his dual citizenship just this past summer in 2022. And Jürgen said, his father said, quote, when I first got to talking to people at the consulate, at the German consulate, this program was expanded because so many families left after the war. There are kids and grandkids now in these families, and they want to make that new connection with those families. End quote. Are you going to go to the Indies Games in Germany? I wouldn't mind going. I'm not going to go to the games, just so you know. Any of you German baseball fans out there? Germany actually gets a first round bye, and so they're going to play the winner of Great Britain, the winner of Great Britain versus France on the 17th of September. Or more economically. You can watch the World Baseball Classic qualifiers on the Major League Baseball Network, on MLB Network, which, frankly, I think MLB Network sucks. I'll tell you why. I've been saying this now for two years. It really irritates me that, Major League, that MLB Network does not show Latin American winter baseball. They can show it from Colombia, Venezuela, Mexico, Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and they show nothing. Nothing during the winter time when all they do is show Field of Dreams for the 58th time in the second week of December. Like enough, enough with the baseball movies, enough with the Sandlot, enough with Air Dog, Air Bud, Part 3, you know, Hairs in the outfield or whatever they call it, angels in the outfield. MLB Network, show Latin American baseball in the winter. I'm happy you're showing World Baseball Classic qualifiers, but do better. And when Tommy Summers' dad, Jurgen was winning the NCAA Men's Soccer Championship in 1988, there was a young man by the name of Art Moreno who was dreaming of being the first Hispanic owner to own a Major League Baseball team. Because in 1988, Art Moreno was the CEO of a company called Outside Systems. By the way, the HBPU bullpen just gave me a note telling me that Indiana University is actually located in Bloomington, Indiana, not in Bloomingdale. <laughs> So this young man back in 1988 named Art Moreno actually ended up buying the Anaheim Angels in 2003. Art Moreno is originally from An- Anaheim. He's from uh, Tucson, Arizona. He's the son of Mexican immigrants. He was drafted and he fought in the Vietnam War. And there's a lot of high-profile people in this country that you know, got medical exemptions for ludicrous things of not having their, their kid go out to fight. But Art Moreno didn't have that power and money. And so he had to go fight in the Vietnam War. Thank you for your service. He ended up graduating from the University of Arizona and became a partner of a billboard company called Outside Systems. Like Ted Turner, Ted Turner inherited a billboard company from his dad in the South before his dad. Ted Turner's father committed suicide, unfortunately. That's why Ted Turner inherited the, the, the billboard company. Art Moreno helped start one out West. And by the way, Ted Turner was... One of the previous owners of Atlanta Braves, he's the one that started TBS, Turner Broadcasting System, and TNN, TNT, uh, uh, Turner Movie Classics, CNN. He's this guy's Ted Turner's incredible, but we're not talking about Ted Turner. We're talking about Art Moreno. Back in 2003, the Anaheim Angels were owned by the Walt Disney Corporation, and they sold it to Moreno for 180 million dollars in 2003. We know that the Baltimore Orioles are going to go for sale. The Washington Nationals are going to go up for sale. All these teams are going to go for sale for about $2 billion, which is insane. And just 20 years ago, Moreno bought the, the Angels for $180 million. When And also, when's the last time you heard of an asset slipping from the filthy paws of the Mickey Mouse Corporation? I always wonder if the Mickey Mouse Corporation, Disney World, knew what the an- Anaheim Angels would be worth in 15 years not even 20 in 15 years would they have agreed to that sale you may not remember but disney world back at the beginning of the 21st century which is insane we're now well into the 21st century disney the disney corporation was a mess in the early part of the 21st century their ceo was michael eisner the theme parks can you imagine the theme parks weren't making money they kept out pumping out box office flops the movies weren't just working those were the battle days. And Disney also owned the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, which they just conjured out of thin air. Remember, they made that movie, The Mighty Ducks. And they're like, hey, let's actually make a National Hockey League team, a professional team named right after our the, the movie we made with Emilio este- Estevez. Moreno Batuzi, he dropped beer prices. Hey, everyone, who doesn't love paying for cheaper beer at a ballpark? Moreno did that. He was like, it was like, oh, he's a man of the people. He would go out and talk to people, say, how are we doing? And then, two, just two years later, he decided to change the name from the Anaheim Angels to the Los Angeles Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels. The city sued him. Fans were unhappy. You know what? More bad news under the Moreno reign. He started giving out bad contracts to Josh Hamilton, Albert Pujols, Anthony Rendon. No playoffs for eight years. Moreno Moreno just couldn't catch a break. And let's but at the at the flip side of that, the Angels have two. All solar system players currently in Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. But like I said, the Angels haven't made the playoffs in eight years since 2014. And I think to make that matters worse, Moreno and senior leadership decided to fire Joe Madden. Because obviously, Joe Madden was the problem. They lost 14 games in a row in June. Joe Madden gets fired as the manager. He ended up, he ended up with a record this year of 27 wins and 29 losses. He's replaced by the interim manager, Phil Nevin who currently has a record of 34 wins and 49 losses. So you fire Madden to have Nevin give you seven more wins than Madden did, but you only had to suffer 20 more losses under Nevin just to get seven more wins. I don't know what it was about Joe Madden. Maybe Moreno didn't like Madden in his fancy Hugo Boss eyeglasses. So Moreno and the Angels decided to do a karate chop to the butt cheeks of Joe Madden and said, get the heck out of here. We don't want your kind around here. Get your winning ways out of here. <laughs> and I think it's ridiculous that Joe Madden doesn't have a job, and I'm sure he'll have a job come February or even November of this year. With some with some other team. It'd be funny to see Joe Madden with the uh, Chicago White Sox, maybe, or with the Baltimore Orioles. We'll see what happens with Mr. Madden. Anyways, we're talking about Armoreno and the Los Angeles Angels. We talked about the Angels back in episode eighty at the beginning of July. At that time, the Angels were just 17 games behind the American League West division leaders, Houston Astros. Now, here we are almost in the middle of September. The Angels are in third place, 28 games behind the Houston Astros. And this is with Mike Trout having the highest OPS plus in all of Major League Baseball at 174. Again, OPS plus, your average player is 100. Trout is 174. And Mike Trout has just homered in six straight games. He's, I think, Three games away from tying the Major League Baseball Major League record for most consecutive games with a home run. But Mike Trout's six games in a row with a home run is a new L.A. Angels club record. Otani's OPS plus is 147. And, you know, unfortunately, Moreno leaves a bad legacy of bad contracts, no playoffs in eight years and counting. They had He has now a contentious relationship with the city of Anaheim. He's overseen bad drafts. A name change no one wanted. We don't need to go on uh, just piling on on his record. Moreno said, quote, throughout this process, we will continue to run the franchise in the best interest of our fans, employees, players and business partners, end quote. And there's been issues with the An- with again, with the city of Anaheim, the Angels and Angel Stadium. And some people are thinking, will the Angels leave Southern California? Probably not. Because they have a lease with the city until, what is it, 2029. About seven years, but who knows? I don't think so. But if the Angels do decide to leave, there's a certain mouse that would love to get his paws on the deal and buy up Angel Stadium and the surrounding land. Because Mickey Mouse and his goons live only a few miles from Anaheim Anaheim, Angel Stadium. The Disneyland Resort is only a few miles from the Angel Stadium. And the Walt Disney Corporation is dying to expand Disneyland. What better place to just gobble up Angel Stadium and say, Joe Madden, your butt got kicked out by Art Moreno, and now Mickey Mouse is going to kick out all of the a- LA Angels. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen, but again, you know I love to talk about businesses and, and economics, that sort the business side of sports. That's an interesting development to see both politically and business in Orange County, what's going to happen with Angel Stadium and the renegotiation with whoever the new owner is of the LA Angels and Mickey Mouse and his goons. And so I'm asking you, my dear friend, my dear listener, let's start a GoFundMe page and save the residents of Anaheim from the the Mickey Mouse overlord. We get $2.5 billion and we buy that that, that franchise in straight cash, baby. By the way, I want to add this. Why in the world are we even talking about an American League MVP race? The most valuable player in the American League is Shohei Otani, period. This guy has allowed three runs or fewer and eight straight starts as a pitcher. As a pitcher, he has a whip. He's only averaging 1.064 runners per inning as a pitcher. His ERA is 2.55. His ERA plus is 158. A pitcher's ERA, an average pitcher's ERA plus is 100. His is 158, well above. As a batter, Shohei Otani has hit 33 home runs. He's the only two-way player in over 100 years. People say, oh, no one's done this since Babe Ruth. No, no one has ever done this. Forget about Babe Ruth. Ruth was, Babe Ruth was never a full-time batter and a full-time pitcher after 199 after the year 1919 babe ruth only pitched 31 innings total that was it he was a full-time pitcher and a part-time batter and he gave up completely gave up pitching just to say hey you know what i can hit a lot more home runs and play every single day and babe ruth made the right decision yes the angels have a crappy record they're not go- they're going nowhere near the playoffs this year probably not next year either but lo and behold the media espn All the New York media are saying Aaron Judge is going to be the MVP. But you know what? I look at the standings. I'll see some games, some highlights, and the Yankees are losing almost every single night. They're about to cough up the American League East division. And the only person who's been hitting in that lineup with the Yankees is Aaron Judge. But even Aaron Judge is not valuable, air quotes, enough to stop the Yankees' choke job. And the Yankees are going to cost Aaron Boone his job. Aaron Boone, the manager of the Yankees, is going to get whatever, ha- whatever the Yankees do this year. Aaron Boone's getting fired. I don't understand why everyone is so... I actually do know why everyone is so obsessed with Aaron Judge. Because the guy's built like a power forward. He's like 6'8". He's hitting home runs at a historic rate. But if all you're doing... You're just a one-trick pony. A very impressive one-trick pony with your home runs. What are, what are you doing with your glove? Oh, Aaron Judge, he's, he's only made one error all season. Oh, awesome. What else? He's leading the American League East Division Yankees is he though the team that had a 15 and a half game lead it's now down to four and a half games the team that can't win that's your this is your MVP I am not pushing down on Aaron judge at all but I don't understand this guy if he hadn't been if he hasn't been hitting 53-55 home runs and he's been hitting 30 35 would the our media overlords much like the Mouse overlord out in Anaheim, would this would they still say oh Aaron Judge, without a doubt. No. Shohei Otani is playing every single day, pitching, hitting. I find it ludicrous that Shohei Otani is not the head and shoulders frontrunner for the American League most valuable player. This guy does everything for a bad team. Judge does one thing for a very good team that's having a very hard time over the past two months. If the Yankees do end up giving up that massive lead... No one's going to say that about oh Aaron Judge oh where would they be where would the New York Yankees be without Aaron Judge well they would have been in second place without him as well as as they were with him because he just gives you home runs you're playing right field what else are you doing again not the most valuable player Aaron Judge a very good batter not the most valuable player before I keep going before I keep droning on about Aaron Judge MVP and Shohei Otani I feel like I should be able to put these thoughts not just in the podcast world. But on some message board somewhere, so it's there forever, ever, 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 ever. But you know what? This is where this week's show sponsor comes in Software Etc. If you want to keep your computer happy in this universe, there's just one place to go. For all your software, game, and computer supply needs, head to Software Etc. for back to school specials. See you at the mall. See you at the mall. My God, I I don't remember the last time I was at the mall, but I'm going right after I finish this to Software, Etc. to support this week's sponsor. (laughs) And I'm going to have another drink. Not only do I want to see you at the mall, I also like watching fun baseball teams. Like the Angels? Sure. Like the German national baseball team? Why not? And you're thinking right now, what exciting division race is this guy going to talk about? Actually, I'm not going to talk about an exciting division race. I want to talk about a team that is in fourth place in the National League West Division, 30 games behind the Los Angeles Dodgers. (laughs) During the weekend of the 26th of August, the Arizona Diamondbacks went to Chicago to play the Chicago White Sox. I was really impressed by the, the Diamondbacks pitcher, Merrill Kelly, and the Diamondbacks outfielders. Oh my God. First off, the Diamondbacks... Like I said, they're, the, they're in fourth place in the National League West Division. They swept the Chicago White Sox. Obviously, we've talked about this before. The Chicago White Sox are having a horrifically underachieving team. They may, they may not even make the playoffs when, at the beginning of the year, they were, they were supposed to be World Series contenders. They swept the White Sox in three games. And every time I would, I would see this, the, any of these three games for the Diamondbacks and the White Sox, the outfielders of the Diamondbacks are insane. I mean, they covered every single blade of grass in the outfield. They just they just robbed the White Sox of so many hits, extra base hits. I was thoroughly impressed. I'm like, how is this team so far behind the Dodgers? And they're not a bad team. Look, since the 23rd of August, they've gone 10 and 7. They've had 10 wins, 7 losses. Sure, that's not really that impressive. But for a team that's supposedly 30 games worse than the Dodgers, that's actually really good. And one of the reasons why they're, I think they're better than their record is this pitcher, Merrill Kelly. Last year in 2021, his ERA was 4.44. This year, 2.94. Last year, he gave up 21 home runs. This year, with only what, three weeks to go, he's only given up 13 home runs. And since the 6th of June, he has pitched at least six innings every single time. And only once, as he pitched under six innings, and that was on the 11th of August versus the Pirates, he was voted Pitcher of the Month in July when he had a, when he when he won four games. He had a 1.31 ERA in July. His WHIP over his last six starts was point not one but zero point seven seven WHIP. And I'm like, where did this guy come from? Because he's not a spring chicken. I think he's like 33 years old. He kept Merrill Kelly actually pitched in South Korea, in the South Korean league for four years, not one year, not two, for four seasons with a team called SK Wyverns. Now they changed their name to SSG Landers. I don't know. I'm sure it's some kind of electronic company in South Korea. I have no idea. But the, but the point is that Kelly pitched for four years in the Korean baseball league. You know what else is happening in South Korea? They're playing in the World Baseball Classic. We just talked about that a few episodes ago. I, I love people. You have no. You don't have. You can do whatever the heck you want. I'm telling you, give the World Baseball Classic a chance. That is so much fun to watch. It's gonna. It's really going to surprise you if you don't normally watch the World Baseball Classic. It's awesome. Watch it. South Korea is playing the World Baseball Classic. Back to the states. Kelly came, also came back to the states from South Korea, and he made his debut as a 30 year old rookie. Most pitchers are making their debut at. Maybe 21 if they're phenomenal. At 25, 26, he was 30 years old as a as his uh, as a debut rookie, and Kelly knows that this team's getting better. Just a few weeks ago, he says, "Quote: Last year, we were just pretty much showing up, almost expecting to lose. This year, it's a different attitude, a different vibe. Walking into the clubhouse, knowing that we're going to put some pressure on some teams." End quote. I love that. Right now, Kelly's ERA plus is 148. Again, your average pitcher's ERA plus is 100. He's at 148. Otani's is 158. Again, MVP. To help the Diamondbacks finish in third place is going to be tough because this upcoming week, the Diamondbacks have seven games, seven games in a row, three against the Dodgers, four against the San Diego Padres. Those are some tough teams to get wins off of. But nevertheless, This is going to be a fun team to watch in 2023. They drafted Drew Jones, who's the son of Andrew Jones, the greatest center fielder of the last 40 years, and Andrew Jones should be in the Hall of Fame. Drew, his son, was picked second overall in a Major League Baseball draft this past summer by the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks have the fifth best minor league system in Major League Baseball. They're shortstop. Jordan Lawler is going to come up next year. Their left-handed pitcher, Blake Waltson, is going to come up. But the real question is, they live in a very expensive neighborhood. They have the San Diego Padres and their billionaire owner. They have the Los Angeles Dodgers with their endless amount of money. Will the Diamondbacks' majority owner, Ken Kendrick, spend money to compete with the San Francisco Giants, the Padres, the Dodgers, and stay ahead of the Colorado Rockies? Probably not. The reality is that this is sickening to say, but Ken Kendrick is, quote, only a billionaire, end quote. That net worth doesn't mean that you have that in liquid assets. I don't think Ken Kendrick is going to be spending money to match with the Dodgers and the Padres. And so unfortunately, the Diamondbacks are going to be stuck in this purgatory of let's see if every few years we can steal a wildcard spot. Because we're obviously not going to out, not out-compete, not but outspend the Dodgers and the Padres. Because not only do you need talent, a great organizational setup, development, and be able to go out and get key, ex, key being expensive free agents, that last part the Diamondbacks aren't going to do. But I don't want to ruin this feel-good story by talking about Ken Kendrick and, and the lack of money he's going to spend. Watch the Diamondbacks. They are a fun team to watch, whether it's over the next three weeks or even in 2023. And speaking of getting better, we always want to get better in life. The Diamondbacks want to get better. How about the Tampa Bay Devil Rays? Wow. The Tampa Bay Rays. The Yankees had a 15 and a half game lead in the American League East Division. Now, they're only four and a half games ahead of the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. I'm not here to talk about the Yankees. I'm here to talk about the Rays. And I think... There's one man who's made this difference. Manuel Margot. He was out for like two months. He's an outfielder. He, Manuel Margot was out for about two months with a right knee injury. He finally came back on the 20th of August. Since Margot's come back, they won their first six games with Margot in the lineup. Since the 20th of August, the Rays are 15 and four. They won 15 games and only lost four games. They were in third place. And nine games behind the Yankees in the American League East division back on the 20th of August. Now, on the 11th of September, the, R- the Rays are in second place in only four and a half games behind the New York Yankees. I've been really, really surprised at how well the, the Rays have been playing over the past three weeks. I think Margot has helped stabilize that Rays outfield because their gold glove center fielder, Kevin Kiermeyer, he's been out since early July. He's out. He's missing the rest of the season. And they've had, as usual, the rays. There for the rays, there are no set positions. They'll they'll have a player on in first base, at third base, at shortstop, at outfielder, catcher. They it doesn't matter. The Tampa Bay Rays believe in baseball players and not in positional players because they've had uh, Cedi out there in center field and it just hasn't worked out. But when Margot come, came back, I don't know what it is. They just have become a different team. And here's the thing. I think it's mostly with his glove and his clubhouse personality. Because even though Manuel Margot is having a career year, he barely has any extra base hits. He, it's just basically a singles hitter. He's like single, single, single. In June, the last month he was actually healthy, he had six doubles in June. In August, he just came back, like I said, three weeks ago. He only had two doubles in August. Now in September, we're in week two of September. He's had one double in September. Manuel Margot has not hit a home run since the 8th of May. I'm always baffled at the lack of power in the Tampa Bay Rays lineup. They can't hit home runs. They've only hit 122 home runs this year, which is 24th in Major League Baseball. That's basically in the same ranking vicinity as the struggling Chicago White Sox, the Miami Marlins, the Kansas City Royals. And you know what? The New York Yankees team has hit 217 home runs, basically 100 more home runs than the Rays. I don't know how the Rays are doing this. It, it baffles my mind. And, and my only answer is the return of Manuel Margot. The Rays pitcher Drew Rasmussen said, quote, I love having him back. He's such a spark. Just his personality really helps. But on top of that, he's a really good player. So having him out back out there is great, end quote. Now the Rays, their they're shorts, their young superstar shortstop, Wander Franco, just came back the, yesterday. Their pitcher, Taylor Glasnow, he's coming back from Tommy John surgery. I don't think he's going to be recovering in time to help the Rays this year. But Glasnow is pitching in, I think, low a, So he'll get a couple more starts in the minor leagues. But if you want to watch a team that wins and plays smart baseball, Watch the Tampa Bay Rays, Manuel Margot, Wander Franco. This team is going to be scary in the playoffs. No one's going to want to play the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm not saying the Rays are going to go to the World Series or even going to win the World Series, but they're going to be a very tough out, and they just may spoil someone's season. The Rays are thankful more of their amazing players are coming back from the Ninja list for their playoff push, and I'm also thankful for new listeners. Netherlands. Sassenheim, Netherlands; Perth, Australia; Melbourne, Australia; Santo Domingo Este, from the Dominican Republic; Maldonado, Uruguay; Tallinn, Estonia. By the way, if any of you have ever want to go to a, off the beaten places, the Baltic countries are beautiful. I haven't been to Estonia. That's on That's all my to do list. I do want to go to Estonia. I've been to Lithuania and Latvia. Beautiful countries, very economical. There's just beautiful countries in the Baltic. I definitely want to go to Estonia. So thank you, Mr. or Miss or Mrs. From Tallinn, Estonia. I have no, we have no idea who in the world anyone is. We just know where people listen to, not anything else. And lastly, but not leastly, from Cambridge, England. Thank you for listening. Thank you, new listeners. Thank you, loyal listeners. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, SoundCloud, or Spotify. A picture of my drink will be on Instagram and Twitter. Let's get together next week for a brand new episode of HBP, Hipster Baseball Podcast. Bye.